Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to today's Irish Tech News Podcast. Today I'm talking with James McCann from Clearstore International. How are you doing, James? I'm keeping well, Ronan, yourself? I'm doing okay. I'm surviving this kind of lockdown, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I hear you. It's uh, week six now, week seven. Yeah. We're... uh... Yeah, cracking up a bit. Yeah, we are, and at the moment, I'm, 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 I'm still alive. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're healthy. Uh, yeah, we're with counter blessings for that. Yeah, we're healthy, wealthy, and wise, and we're not in a scenario where we're, we're relying on somebody else to, to give us false hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, we're, we're, we're all very much focused on the reality of it. Yeah. Another two weeks to go, I'd say. Well, minimum. Well, two weeks for some. Others, it could be longer. Two weeks before we yeah. can release. Yeah, things. yeah, true, true, true. Anyone with, with, uh, with the health conditions. Yeah, yeah and of course. also, if you're in a pub, would be a little longer before you can open again because we're not sure yeah, how it's yeah. going to work. Well, look, we just need a couple of more of those vans, the, uh, the point vans going around. That'll, yeah. that'll help us. You like the ice cream man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Play the jingle. Yeah, one more jingle you can have <laughs> for that. Everyone out on the doorstep. Yeah, it's one more jingle you can have for that. you got to think of a nice jingle you can have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, God, let me see. Yeah, so getting back to uh, reality and the real world, tell us a bit more about the COVID-19 tech report, trend report that you yeah. guys came up with. Yeah, sure. So so I, I suppose one, one of the things we were paying attention to, um, really obviously, I suppose when, when everything hit uh, around early March beyond, uh, was just how quickly, uh, you know, certain tech trends came into focus um, and look I, I think it's fair to say that we're, we're living in historic times um, you know this is this is uh, you know something that hasn't been seen in a hundred years and it's a very different world uh, since you know the, the last time we had a pandemic um, and what, what I wanted to, to take a look at and, and look this is just a provisional report uh, we're, we're going to be doing a wider one now in December where we look at the, the you know the full year uh, and we look at you know how you know as, as the, the the, the you know COVID nineteen situation evolves over the, the coming months. How uh, how particular tech trends have have been impacted and, and, and the countries in which they've been impacted uh, in uh, how that's how that's really taken shape and evolved. But um, we, we, I was just really curious to see what tech trends suddenly found themselves uh, in that spotlight. Uh, just so that you know, in in the future, uh, for you know analysis reasons, or maybe other professional communicators or journalists. Or, or, or businesses might want to, to look at, you know, how, like what to expect um, when all of a sudden you find yourself in the spotlight and how quickly uh, you, you, that can happen and, and to what size and scale, do you know? Yeah, and also I'm looking at trends like, something like TikTok is being used mm. a lot more now and also Microsoft Meetings and Zoom are the things you should be investing your money into. Yeah, yeah, and, and and I think every country is having a very different experience. Um, you know, I, I think you know, like the, the findings that we found was, you know, we looked we looked at Ireland, we looked at the UK, we looked at Singapore, and we looked at Hong Kong. So you know, two kind of you know regionally uh, related. Uh, countries and obviously two separate continents, um, and you know the findings kind of show that you know 
there, there is different experiences happening uh, in, in different parts of the world. Um, I, I think with with Singapore and Hong Kong, uh, you know, obviously with SARS a number of years ago, this isn't a completely new situation to yeah. them. Um, you know, they, 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 they've they've um, you know worked remotely in the past. You know, the, the, the level of lockdown hasn't been as severe, or, or certainly wasn't up until the end of March. Um, and you know, in Ireland and the UK, uh, you know, so, so certain trends you just see, you know, going through the roof. Um, you know, c- compared to o- o- other other regions, um, so I, I, I think it's, it's it's very interesting to to to, to look at that and uh, you know p- particular points during the last couple of weeks where say you know what what happened when the WHO declared a pandemic, what impact did that have? Yeah. Um, you know, when when the virus spread to, to Italy and started taking hold there within Europe, what impact that had in in terms of kind of the the, the topicality of a lot of the, the, the tech trends that were being discussed and um, you know so so I, I think you know when we when we flesh this out, you know we'll be looking at more obviously tech topics that, that we didn't feature in this provisional report um, and we'll be, we'll be expanding the, the list of countries um, obviously to include say North America and, and, and you know more uh, mainland European countries and more uh, um, uh, Asia, Asia countries uh, that we didn't look at this time um, and, and just to give this full picture you know like like what was everyone every country's experience uh, and, and you know what tech trends suddenly found themselves in the spotlight I'm thinking if we were 30 or 40 years ago and this happens, we would we'd have we'd have one or we'd have an Ireland two TV stations. That's yeah. it. We'd have we'd have uh, no social media, so we couldn't share the latest thing. What's happening? You wouldn't know what's going on in the ground unless you read a paper. Which yeah. obviously, if you couldn't buy because you're in lockdown, you couldn't read it because there was no, nothing online bar teletext. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah, sure. And, and like you know, look the the the, the volume of, of media outlets that exist now uh, digitally, uh, not to mention obviously you know kind of social media channels. Yeah. Like, I think it's fair to say that we are suffering from an information overload, um, and and that twenty four hour news cycle, uh, the, the the world that we live in now, uh, I think is is you know can overwhelm people. Um, and one one of the things I've just kind of noticed in in, in terms of you know the Irish situation, um, obviously you have the, the the government in Ireland you know updating you know uh, with various different reports and, uh, and 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 facts and figures and so forth and so on. Uh, and then you have, you know, commentators uh, and, and in some cases just spectators, uh, you know, contributing their own stats and, and, and disputing, yeah. uh, you know, those government figures, which is all, you know, very fair. And, and, and you know, that's, that, that, that's the, the, the modern democracy way of doing things. But it does create this confusion in the public mindset then as to, you know, are we are we winning this or are we not? Yeah. Uh, is, is this good or bad? You know, are we, are we uh, how long will this go on for? Well, the government are saying X, but these commentators are saying Y. So you have this kind of, um, uh, whereas, you know, as you say, 30, 40 years ago, uh, the, the, the flow of information would have been one way. Uh, now it's bouncing all over the place. Uh, and nobody knows kind of what source to, to take from. Uh, and, and, and as a result, you know, people are kind of confused as to, to what to make of the like? How, how do I how do I assess that information? Yeah. Um, you know, for me the worst thing is right now we're right now the biggest news media at the moment organization is is uh, basically WhatsApp. Yeah, and and yeah. and I'm looking that WhatsApp is now yeah. something like that as a source that you can't trust, and we're now looking at that and friends are sending me stuff from WhatsApp, and most of the time I'm not getting that that much on it, which is good, but others are now yeah, are. Sure. And how do you know, basically, WhatsApp has certainly become the new propaganda tool? Yeah, well, funny enough, um, yeah, I, I think in early March, uh, I think, you know, before the, the, the lockdown came into effect, there was, the, you know, rumours flying around about, you know, like tanks on the 
streets yeah. and you know the, the 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 army and the the the, the guards and you know all the, all this kind of stuff um and uh like I, I don't know if you remember there was that uh, kind of whatsapp that went around there was some some fella who was uh, a friend of a guard and he'd heard that you know all these cars are going to be deployed and there was a semblance of truth to it uh, yeah. but it, like you know the, the cars existed but the purpose of the cars which was to, yeah. to shuttle people around uh, you know was, was kind of oh look it's going to be a total national lockdown and, um, but what, what I have noticed since you know obviously WhatsApp kind of put in some some measures to, to stop the spread of these um, it, like I, the volume of which I, I've received those kinds of texts is, yeah. has dropped off a cliff um you know through april uh so i, I think the measures that whatsapp have brought in to slow down the spread of rumors is working um but i mean it just just goes to show you uh you know how quickly this stuff can spread uh, I, I seen um a tweet there earlier on today i can't remember who it was from um uh, I, I think it was a journalist in the, the the journal um or the source is an article in the journal um where basically you know these whatsapp messages now they're they're, they're obviously images of you know official uh official notification yeah. you know from de- departments of health and all kinds of stuff. so the sophistication uh seems to be getting far stronger um but the volume seems to be way down well, I got a friend of mine who actually used to work in the army years ago, mm. and when they goes comes down, he's called. They're called back in as reserves, yeah, and about a month ago, there was a letter going round from the army saying, pretty saying that they're going to be called back up into into action. And he goes, yeah. "No, it's BS. Not not going to happen." Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I mean, I I think that the government, you know, uh, took the right steps initially. You know, with the view of making sure that they can scale up, mm. um, you know, the, the healthcare system, uh, you know, the, the army, the, the guards, etc. Um, but, but you know, in anticipation of a surge that that may or may not happen or has happened, um, but I think uh, you know, like we have what a force of maybe eight and a half thousand permanent defence force troops, another. I think it was a five or six thousand reservists, uh, or maybe it's, it could be double that. I'm not, not entirely sure, but. Um, you know, like Ireland, I, I feel is very much, um, uh, you know, as, as, as a people, you know, we're, we're, we're by and large we have good common sense, yeah. and you know, we're, we're happy to follow the rules provided that we all understand why we're following them. Um, and I think the government's communications ha- ha- has been has been very strong. Uh, I think they've been very clear, and they, they they got the message across, you know, quite early on that this should be taken seriously. Uh, there hasn't been mixed messages in terms of the seriousness of all of this, yeah. as you know, opposed to the United States, where they have a president that's telling people to drink bleach, um, you know, uh, and that that you know that that lockdown should end, and he's he's he's, he's fighting with basically every every governor uh, across the uh, across the country, um, and I think that that causes. You know, a fracturing of 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 you know public consent. You know, people are saying, well, you know, the president's saying, so I support the president, and I want to get out of here myself. Um, whereas in Ireland, you know, we, like as 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 you know, frustrating as it is to, to be kept inside, yeah. and, and obviously we're looking at the numbers and the the, the, the terrible situation in nursing homes. I, I think by and large we all understand why we're doing this and why we need to stay put. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a it's a really interesting time. Well, for, so in Ireland, we're lucky that it's not really being politicised. In, in America, what Trump's doing is he's going after governments who are Democrats, not Republicans. That's right. And, yeah. o- and over here in Ireland, we don't really see uh, much of him. So we might see Sinn Féin, somebody else, state, could you do this, could you do, do that? Yeah, yeah. But common sense of not really saying, oh, 
Harris must go, or they or this person must go. They're more or less asking questions that we want asked, which sure. I like. But I don't like everyone suddenly become a political minefield. Yeah, I I, I think uh, for the most part there is an element of, of, of uh, solidarity between the, the political parties at the moment. Um, there is, as you say, a bit of kind of, you know, um, you should be, like, uh, I know Sinn Féin yesterday came out about employers, that not all of them can be trusted, um, you know, to, to ensure workers are safe when they, when they go back to work. And, you know, Fianna Fáil rebuted that, and then Fine Gael rebuted that. Um, you know, naturally enough, government formations. But uh, yeah. I, I think what, what you will start to find is that once the lockdown, uh, you know, the, the, the restrictions are progressively eased, yeah. a post-mortem will be done uh, on, you know, how well and how effective the, the, the government responded to all of this. Um, and, and I think, look, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, I do think there always has to be a scapegoat regardless of yeah. what happens. And, and obviously in, the, in 2008 with the financial crisis, there was a very obvious one, which was the bankers. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think, you know, um, I remember uh, I think the, the, the general election not too, too, too long after the, the, the financial crash, naturally enough. And, um, you know, the narrative really was, you know, about... Uh, the bankers, yeah. um, and I, 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 I think there there could be a, a narrative um, that would be spun. First of all, that whatever happened, it'll be you know whatever failings, uh, and there will be failings because you know you, you don't get everything right no. in a in a scenario like this. There will absolutely be failings, and look, the nursing home the nursing home situation is, is certainly one. Um, and and you know the government Fine Gael will be will be you know attacked based on that, um, but but I also think uh, employers uh, could end up becoming the, the next scapegoat uh, of, of this crisis, um, depending on what happens after June, yeah. because there's a lot of companies on the on the wage subsidy scheme and, and they're they're having employer uh, employees uh, on the scheme, um, and I've I've had various discussions kind of around you know uh, the structure of it and and, and how it works, um, and you know it. It's very possible that, you know, employers can abuse that. And we've seen it in the UK where certain big companies have gone off and paid dividends to investors uh, and left their workers hanging and, and in some cases let, let, let workers go or slashed wages and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think, you know, the, the, like you will have, you know, a, a big business versus a small business debate, um, you know, and, and, and trust with employers. And Sinn Féin has already raised that, uh, that flag. Um, so I, I think employers need to be very, very careful uh, over the coming months, especially after June, when uh, you know the wage subsidy scheme runs out and, yeah. and, and jobs are lost and, and salaries are cut and all that kind of stuff, and what they have done uh, between March and June, uh, to, to because, like, if we're being honest, um, and, and I, I certainly raise my hand on this one, like this is like you know the wage subsidy scheme is an employer bailout, yeah. uh, but actually it's for the benefit of employees. So if, if it's a case where you know you you are not doing right by your employees over this period, uh, regardless of kind of what size of business that you are, um, that post June, uh, you know, like when the post mortem is done here, uh, you could find yourself in a, in a precarious position. That there always has to be, um, uh, you know, a, 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 what would you say? Um, uh, somebody to, to lambaste uh, yeah. and I think the government obviously is an obvious target but it won't be the bankers this time I think it could be big business you know, yeah. uh, or, or, or just employers in general but as a collective me, I'm looking at companies who are who are demonstrated out, out of Ireland 
but are, yeah. are, are, are claiming the scheme and they don't pay any tax here. And that's to me is wrong when you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's like, you know, we, we talk about kind of the, the post-COVID world and, yeah. you know, we can talk about remote working naturally enough and uh, that, you know, that, that, that would obviously be a, a, a key change, I think, yeah. going forward. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think um, uh, that, 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 that's going to be a huge one, all right. Because I'm thinking if somebody who's got a small business going, like yourself, a small business, a business that's based in Ireland, money here, and suddenly you get somebody who's who's got a business here, but domiciled abroad, and they're suddenly getting money when the local corner shop or coffee yeah. shop yeah. is the ones who you need to be supporting. Yeah, I, I, I think, um, you know, I, I, I tweeted about this a couple of, couple of days ago. I've seen a, a few articles. Again, it was around, the, it was the thing about the dividends that, that caught me. Um, I, I think... You know, the, the 12.5% corpora- uh, corporation tax will be called into question. Uh, I think, you know, th- there's no point in having, like, I, I think one thing that this whole crisis has shown up uh, is just how useless billionaires are yeah. <laughs> in all of this. Do you know, uh, your Elon Musks and, and, and Jeff Bezos and, 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 the, and the gang in that, you know, when, when, when something like this comes, yes, they have fantastic businesses that obviously kind of help keep uh, the cogs of the economies moving. But they, they, they can't, you know, overnight cure a virus. They can't uh, overnight, you know, kind of restart the economy. Um, and I, I, I think, you know, like the, the frontline healthcare workers, uh, retail workers yeah. uh, have all come in, into focus as actually people who, who are, you know, far more crucial um, in, 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 the, in the day-to-day necessities that we need yeah. uh, than, than, you know, like I, I can live without an Amazon package. I, I, I can live without, um, you know, uh, you know so, some of the other kind of aspects. Um, and I, I think corporations, there, there will be a big debate around their role in the future economy. Uh, and, and look, on, on the flip side of all of this as well, I think their cost base will come down significantly, especially around the office Space and, yeah. and, and developments. Uh, there, there's not like you know Google announced today that it's not going to be until the first of June when they expect to be back in the offices. Um, they are they are sitting there and they are working out how they can how, how they can you know cut costs around this um, and and the future of work. Um, you know there, there's going to be massive benefits there uh, for 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 large employers and big businesses. Um, they will be more profitable than ever once this all this all goes away yeah. um, because we, like our, our dependency on their technology to operate the economy. Uh, is obviously significant, um, so they have to they have to start paying their fair share. Um, you know, we, 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 our, our healthcare system wasn't ready for this. We had to scale it up. We're paying a, a lot of money to uh, to occupy the, uh, the the private healthcare sector and, and private hospitals. Um, we have to pay for that. Yeah. Um, and I think um, you know a, a sense of social solidarity is needed. Um, and, and yeah, that involves kind of everyone paying their their fair share, uh, including billionaires. I know, like even in the case of. Um, uh, uh, Branson and, and, and Virgin, uh, yeah. Virgin Atlantic, etc. Um, you know, looking for looking for a bailout, and, and look, you know, obviously, like this very simplistic view uh, that that you would see. But you know, he's a billionaire. He's you know cutting uh, employers' wage or employees' wages, etc., etc. Obviously, that doesn't tell the full story. Yeah. Uh, but the narrative. Uh, and, 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 you know, you see Witherspoons and, and other big businesses and, and their abuse of employees. Um, the narrative that it creates is that actually when, when push comes to shove, um, big business isn't with people at all. Yeah. Um, and, and there will be a demand that things be brought more in line uh, because not all of this, like the cost of this should not be put on employees. 
it shouldn't yeah you know and, and i would be like like you know full transparency here like our company is drawing down the wage subsidy scheme at the moment uh, and, and fingers crossed we'll be back on our feet by june uh, and we won't have to make any layoffs and, and i think we're, we're uh, very much in a position where that won't be the case but i would be more than happy uh, to to repay the Irish taxpayer uh, over a number of years what they've given us. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't view it as a handout. I don't think most small business owners want a handout. Uh, I think they want the opportunity to to get back on their own two feet uh, and to make a go of it again and, and to, to keep jobs and, and look after their staff and all that kind of stuff. Um, and the majority, I, I feel, would be more than happy to repay tax, the taxpayer um, and, and, and let that come from maybe our profits. Uh, maybe that Maybe that comes from you know uh, a new kind of scheme where like you know if we can get back on our feet after two months uh, the, the the state can we, we continue to draw down the wage subsidy scheme uh, but it's it's viewed as an investment that's repayable uh, something along those lines to help us restart and, and, and generate more jobs um, but I do not think that the cause of this should be uh, should be on employees uh, I, I think companies have to face up to this if you're paying dividends you can you can more than uh, more than repay what you've taken from the taxpayer yeah. do you know I think we need less Bob Moore hope. Yeah, 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 100%. Because I'm, I'm thinking, like, <laughs> last year, last year around uh, this time of the year, I was down in Cork, it was, no, I think it was about May or June, I was down in Cork at a cybersecurity company, and they just opened new office. Yeah. They moved offices because they couldn't, they hadn't enough staff. Yeah. And they, uh, and then when, when they got, they had, they, had, they had too much staff, so they wanted to go up new premises, so they moved. And uh, they shoved me upstairs, upstairs, oh, this is empty. We're, we're going to get more staff coming in here soon. We need to prepare for this. I'm thinking, yeah. right, now you're going to get a company like them who suddenly free us, we can work from home and save our costs. Why do you need bigger premises? Oh, yeah, 100%. I think commercial property rates uh, will, will nosedive a bit. But I think residential property prices might actually go up because, like, if if I'm going to work from home, you know, for a significant period of time, I want to make sure that it's looking good. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't want to. I, I want to make sure that I have space. I want to make sure that you know that 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 it's it's my own little castle kind of thing. Um, and I, I, so I, I think you'll you'll have that effect might be uh, might be felt. Um, but you know, I, I know we were we were looking at uh, you know new, like taking another room of the building where we're in. I don't think that's necessary. Yeah. Uh, I th- think we're hoping to, to do a full kind of office move now and, uh, you know, kind of 20, late, late 2021. Um, you know, yeah, we will. But will we need the kind of same square footage? Probably not. Um, now, we haven't kind of fully figured out how we're going to, uh, you know, uh, the, like what the remote working arrangements will be. But like we, we, we've team members in Gorey, we've team members in, in Kulak, um, yeah. you know, uh, like all, all across the city. And we're pulling them to Dunleary every Every, every morning um, and if, if if I can give them you know a bit of leeway there like maybe they, they come into the office two days a week and they work, work from home the other three days yeah. and they still get things done and like we, we, we've seen a, a a real positive impact in terms of uh, re- results and uh, um, you know performance uh, the couple of weeks and I, like for me like I, I enjoy working from home it gives me a bit of flexibility on getting out more I can get, go, go, on a, go on a run you know I'm, I'm losing weight you know yeah. like it, it, it's a win-win and I, I think obviously right now we're, we're, we're bound to stay here yeah. Uh, like because of lockdown, but but I think um, you know once we figure out the mechanisms, I, like I can't see us needing to have all of our staff in the office all the time anymore. Because yeah, I'm thinking right now, if you're somebody who's working from home, they get to have a line in the morning. Don't get up so early to go to work. Yeah, 100%. and they come up, and they come up more fresh. And when they get a cup of coffee, they want to go and buy one. They they can have one in their in their own home, 
And I said, yeah. they were relaxed and ready. I can get more work done because I realise I'm in an environment that I know and trust. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and again, it's just, it's good for the head, isn't it? it, it that, that, yeah. that you're, uh, you, you have a solid work-life balance. You're not stuck in traffic for an hour each way to work. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it'll be a game changer for the M50. I'm kind of hoping, yeah. do you know, uh, like my, my partner lives in Malahide. I'm in, I'm in Dunleary. Like it takes an hour and a half rush hour traffic to get from one side of the city to another. Um, you know, there, there was no signs of any infrastructure being built, you know, to alleviate any yeah. of this, uh, for the next 10 years uh, so I, I think a, a full rethink uh, you know uh, on how we, how we operate uh, is, is needed now like on the flip side of that um, especially for the city centre and for businesses in the city centre th- th- this could be cataclysmic in a sense that um, you know on a Friday you know uh, the, the pubs won't be as jammed because yeah. most people will be will be maybe working from home to to go out for dinner in the in the sub, um, you know, or go for a few for a few pints in the local, um, you know. So so uh, like uh, and, and the same maybe with uh, with, with uh, lunchtime, um, uh, you know, kind of bars and restaurants, uh, their trade could could see could see a plummet. Uh, so so there will there will be yeah. there will be kind of positives and negatives to this uh, and look we're, we're not through this uh, you know in any way like this uh, somebody said this the beginning of the end or say uh, end of the beginning not the, the beginning of the end um, yeah I, I, like we're looking at a, a year year and a half of like pandemonium I feel um, similar to where we were a couple of years ago yeah I'm looking right now for example at the pubs and they're saying any time pubs in, in, in Ireland are going to be shut down permanently because of this now, the ones that are going to last yeah. are the ones who own their pubs like Witherspoon, for example, they own their, all the pro- premises. They'll be yeah. in business. And you, you're thinking, there's, there's people who've actually done bad to their employees and, ha- and how are they still in business? Yet the businesses that we're looking at that should be in business aren't. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, like, the, the, what was it? The Restaurants Association of Ireland yesterday came out with a report. Uh, something like ninety percent of restaurants are at risk because they, they lease their premises, yeah. and not that many of them actually own their premises. Uh, they have a landlord that has to be paid, and, and they're at the mercy of that. Not to mention the fact that you know they have debts to establish the business yeah. and to run the business. Um, you know the banks call that in; uh, it's game over. Uh, if it's a case where you know you can't get those businesses back on their feet, you know, again, like there was an article David McWilliams wrote there a couple of couple of days ago uh, around, you know, a potential wave of bankruptcies uh, that has knock-on effects for other parts of the economy. And then you have, you know, obviously the impact on that on the banks again, yeah. and the banks might need another bailout. You know, it's like this, 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 this you know, knock-on effect that uh, that hasn't even come into focus yet. Uh, and, and, you know, we'll be doing the post-mortem of, of COVID-19 and, and kind of what the, the, the lockdown when all of this is happening at the same time. Yeah. Um, so it, it's uh, it, it's it's very much yeah the the end of the beginning, but we're certainly nowhere nowhere near uh, the completion of this. Um, and and you know like we're we're a globally trading company, uh, which I'm I'm very thankful for because it means that we can we can fish out of a few more ponds yeah. to, to to recover from. Um, but if it's a case where you know you're you're just focused in in Ireland, for example. Uh, you know, you'd be you'd be worried, uh, especially in one of the most more vulnerable sectors. So, I, I think for the, the the hospitality, tourism, bar industry, you're going to be looking at more supports, more longer term supports. Um, like, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if there was some form of wage subsidy scheme for that sector yeah. alone for a couple of months, um, or, or VAT reduction and VAT reduction, should I say? Not, yeah. not either or. Um, you know, and and I, I think the taxpayer would be. 
you know, I, I certainly would be happy to to uh, to, to support that. Um, you know, while like we, we get through this, uh, but longer term there will be casualties. Um, you know, especially as you say, we take people out of the cities to work in the suburbs. Yeah, um, yeah it'll be bad times. Yeah, early in the year, I saw a, a restaurant review blog where I viewed restaurants, and I was going fine. Then COVID came in, and right now yeah. I've turned to, to a new way of doing it. I'm, I'm going to be reviewing restaurants that have now moved to takeaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've, already, I've already written my first review, kind of really finished it. It'll go up today or tomorrow. And yeah. then I'm going to be doing one a week. And what it's going to be doing is reviewing restaurants that I was planned to visit, but I can't visit. Or ones that basically, yeah. uh, that actually, ones that were still in, but now are now takeaway for the moment. And saying, yeah. we can still enjoy that. And at times, having that kind of meal in your, in your, in your own home is just as good because you're in somewhere that you trust. Yeah. And it's cheaper as well because when you're in a restaurant or a pub or something, you're paying extra for the benefit yeah. of being there. But if you're yeah. not there, you get a reduction in the food and you're still getting the same quality food. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and like the, the gas thing is, um, like obviously, uh, people are, like, I remember the first few weeks and trying to get a takeaway on a Friday or Saturday was nearly impossible. Do you know, there was just such a yeah. surge in interest in a couple of restaurants. And uh, like I, I'd be a user of Just Eat and, and Deliveroo, uh, more so Just Eat. But what, what I've noticed is that a, a lot of the, the restaurants that have gone to takeaway, um, you know, you, you need to, to order direct from them. But at the same time then, you, like you wouldn't think of them being available or you, yeah. wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't even know that they're, that they're out there doing it. Um, and you know, like this, there's kind of like there's a problem with some of this, and that like the delivery costs yeah. for some of the the direct guys, uh, you know, like uh, order from a place out of Malahide, and they charge four thirty, uh, you know, to deliver a, yeah. a, a ten euro curry, do you know, and you're like, oh lads, you know, I, I get it, I understand it, I'm happy to pay it. Um, but you know, can you not just add it on to the price of food so I don't feel like I'm being ripped off and I can pay, I, I can tip the delivery driver? Yeah. Do you know? Uh, and and then at the same time, you, like you, you want like I would like I'm happy to like again my, I haven't got a great diet, but um, I'm happy to 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 get two takeaways a week. Do you know, on a Friday and Saturday, I don't want to be yeah. you know after a stressful week, whatever. Um, and you know, I want to be able to 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 know who's open, uh, especially those kind of restaurants that you say are now trading. But I, I don't see them on Just Eat. I don't see them on Deliveroo. Uh, you know, and I don't know that they're doing it direct. Uh, you know, uh, so yeah, there, there needs to be some way. Of, I don't know. Yeah, like, I just need to get just, on there. Just you know, just it last week, and I was ordering yeah. a third thing. Who can I order that uh, to review that I know that I I would plan to go to? I've been to in real life. And yeah. I saw Bison Bar are now, are now doing deliveries. Right. I'm yeah, thinking, cool. great, because I've eaten there a few times in the past, and they've got a great yeah. whiskey menu. I like whiskey, and they've got great cocktails as well. I'm thinking, yeah, it's a good place. And was there with my yeah. sister last year. We had a lovely lunch there. I thought, the food here is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, okay, well, then when, when they're going online now, the, the choice of food they have isn't as much as they would have it normally because they're going to stick what they can make. But it's still yeah. there, and I, I ordered it, and when it came... It was lovely, lovely, and I was thinking, "Oh yeah, I'm missing this, I'm missing that." And the chips were like a chip of chips. I'm thinking, "This is yeah. what I haven't had for a long time." And yeah. I was going, oh, "Feel like I'm in heaven again." Yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely, lovely stuff. And I guess the thing for us right now was getting back. What's going on? Guess how things certain areas like that is going to grow in COVID. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so. And look again, 
like some people are adapting quicker than others yeah. um, and, and it, it levels the playing field in some cases um, like it, like even in the advertising market a lot of startups now are getting the opportunity to advertise again yeah. uh, they're not being outbidded by by, by a lot of the, the, the bigger businesses and corporates um, so you know there, there's, there's opportunity again there's you know um, a, a space where, where people can kind of grow and adapt and you know again just kind of an evening of the, the playing field yeah and also uh, your report mentions the using crates and video commerce software which ones are you using most yeah, so so like the, the the video conferencing software, the the top two that we found was, was Zoom and House Party. Funny yeah. enough, and uh, we're going to be looking at uh, like I, I suppose what we done with this report. Uh, we look specifically on a week by week basis on the on the, on the trends and the mentions, uh, and like you know, in, in the case of of Ireland, for example, uh, we looked at uh, we we found maybe three three thousand three hundred mentions uh, of of these topics that were that were surging. You know, um, so for for Ireland, you had this. Um, uh, like remote working surged like sixteen hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, you know, in one week alone. Like initially, like you'd find maybe an average of twenty pieces per week. Yeah. Uh, and then it, it booms to like three hundred, four hundred pieces or something. Uh, so, something huge. Um, and it, it's still it, it's down, but it, it's still three hundred percent. It's kind of averaging sixty yeah. pieces per week uh, at the moment. Uh, now, the the interesting thing will be that as as all of this starts to settle down, um, and and you know, we move out of the lockdown phase. What what trends stay topical from yeah. that point onwards? Um, and and you know, payments, uh, for example, and e-payments. Um, that was one trend that we, we, we didn't spot throughout March, but now that you know, a- April, it, it's it's start it's it's surging. So we, we'll be including that in our report. Uh, you know, say in December, and there'll be other trends that like over the period that we'll we'll identify and, and put them in. Um, but like you, you'll see this kind of like especially in the UK then as well. Um, you've got these, these massive kind of uh, peaks, um, you know, in in video conferencing and video calling yeah. uh, and remote working, um, and you know, but like remote working for Ireland, the UK would by far the the, the highest. Um, and then in Singapore, it, it, it's all about health and, and biotech. Um, like that that was you know, like the, the trend that seemed to benefit the most uh, over the period. Uh, you know, video calling kind of got a bit of a bump uh, and e-commerce, uh, uh, you know, just kind of stayed stayed where it's at, up yeah. and down. Um, so, like, there hasn't been, uh, you know, the same level of, of um, uh, in, in, say, UK and Singapore, or sorry, uh, Hong Kong and Singapore, there hasn't been the same level of, of interest or surge uh, in remote working, yeah. video conferencing, etc. That you know the UK and, and, and Ireland experience, and that's simply because the necessity wasn't there. They didn't fully lock down the country, um, so it, it's just you know on a, on a country by country basis, it's just interesting to see kind of the flow uh, of, of, of how those trends correlate to, to events in each yeah. in each country. Um, so that you know, as I say again, you know the 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 the, the companies that of the future that find themselves you know. Uh, facing a tsunami like this can say, okay, well, look, we know what to expect here. If this goes the way we think this is going to go, we're going to find ourselves in the spotlight very quickly. And a lot of that coverage, you know, to Zoom and to House Party uh, was really around the security of their apps. So, yes, like the the, the, the usage became a, a, a strong topic. And, you know, here are the tools that you can use, all those kind of helpful pieces. But what you quickly found after... Um, 
after a week is that the news cycle shifted to actually yeah. here are the risks of using these companies and here's the the gaps of security and here's the uh, the, the problems that you can expect and you know I, I know house party put out a, a ransom i think to to uh to, to people who are spreading rumors you know all that kind of stuff yeah. uh, drives that publicity um uh, for good and bad but i mean you can't argue like like you know if you have a look at the report uh they they like they, they became household names practically overnight you know yeah. um which is very uncommon for 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 most companies and if you're an investor and buying shares those are share you, you shares you should have you should have bought it or be buying in the moment <laughs> and make, and make sure that you're, you're buying the right company and not yeah. like zoom enterprises yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure some right now is doing that getting email yeah. buying and then we have no should be zoom inc not yeah. zoom enterprises yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's it's when you're seeing this, you're talking also about remote working becoming an apparent feature of our lives. I yeah. think that's going to be something that's going to be a game changer as well in certain ways. Sure, no, it absolutely will. Uh, and e-payments as well. Yeah. Uh, those two are kind of with us now to, to stay. Uh, you know, my mother is seventy years of age, and uh, you know she she'd always get the, the pension into the hand. Yeah. Uh, and now she's like, oh, sure, look, I'll just get it paid into the bank account now, and I'll use the use the card in future. Yeah. you know um so so a lot of uh like i, I don't think i i think this will be um uh like a lot of commentators were saying that you know the, the road to e-payments and, and and like progress for fintech yeah. uh, was going to take another another decade um and really like this just sped it up uh you know again o- overnight i think you know the adaption of all of these kind of technologies video conferencing uh e-payments remote work and, and, and the technologies behind that uh you know are all are all here now they're here to stay yeah um and and a lot of the the clients that we work with um even now uh you know they're seeing uh you know their own technologies adapted far quicker than they than they would have uh, and, and some of them are obviously you know suffering um but those in the right space seem to be seem to be surging do you know yeah for me i find friend a few months a few weeks ago when i was still going to a local shop to buy stuff i tended to use my um my apple uh, my apple watch and just yeah. tap and go. And mm. it doesn't have the screen, whereas before, if you're using your card, your card would tap the screen, not anymore. That's right. So yeah. more and more are using that ability of using their watch or their phone where they can just hover it over the, uh, the, uh, the till, and that's it, and pay for it. And it's great. Uh, um, so, um, yeah, like, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a case that, um, uh, you know, like, we, like you were probably an early adapter there. Yeah. Uh, and now it's, it's it's moving into the norm phase. Everyone's yeah. going to be doing it. Like I use Apple Pay for the first time, uh, you know, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, uh, and now it, now it, I just use it. Just yeah. like yeah, oh yeah, that's fine. I'll bother. Yeah. Um, it's crap for when your battery runs out in your phone. But I mean, aside from that, yeah, that's fine. Know. Anyway, James, thanks much for that very enlightening uh, interview and conversation, and uh, good luck in the future. And uh, take care. You're a gen, Ronan, and this one. Much appreciate the time, um, and uh, look, uh, look forward to seeing you in a few uh, few events in the future when yeah. this is all over. Take care. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Bye. Take bye. Care. Bye. bye. bye.